It's time for the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole, the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty, serving you throughout the triangle, teaching you about the ins and outs when it comes to buying or selling a home. You can find the team online by going to acolerealty.com. That's A-C-O-L-E, realty.com, or by calling 919-578-3128. That's 919-578-3128. And now it's time for one of the top Realtors in the triangle, Angie Cole, and the Savvy Realtor Podcast. Let's get into talking about our main topic of the day, how sellers can prepare for home inspections. This is a really important part of the process when it comes to selling your home. And you want that part of the process to go as smoothly as possible. And so we've got a few tips and uh, ideas uh, that sellers can take into account to prepare for this part of the process. See what you think about these things, Angie, and how you try to make this part of uh, the selling equation smooth for folks. First suggestion, and these are kind of accumulated over the uh, the interwebs and from watching shows <laughs> like some of the stuff on HGTV. Seems like a very uh, good idea to make some space as you're preparing for that home inspector to come into your home. You want them to be able to move around a little bit, right? Yeah, 100%. Um, actually, for liability you know, purposes, an inspector cannot go in there and start touching your personal belongings. So, you know, I always say in the garage, move everything to the center, move everything off the walls. Um, That's especially important too for a termite pest inspector because they need to walk the perimeter and you don't want anything blocking. Make sure nothing's up against the electrical panel. You know, just in the attic, I've seen sometimes where people just, I mean, it's a hot mess up there and the HVAC can't even be accessed. The only other thing too, make sure that your water is not turned off. We've run into some hiccups before. Uh, Maybe people are out of town, so they just naturally turn off their main water. Uh, An inspector legally cannot turn that back on. So then they cannot test dishwasher, water heater, all of those good things. Uh, So make sure that all utilities are on. That's a great point. We ran into on our last home purchase the uh, electrical box issue in the garage. It was blocked. And so they had uh-huh. to come back out later on and kind of redo that part of the inspection. So that was a little little bit of a frustration. So you want to just try and avoid those things as uh, I mean, it helps the buyers, obviously, but then it helps you too as the sellers. It's one less time you've got to then get out of your home if they have to come back and do something again and whatever the case may be. Also, as a buyer, I kind of think like, okay, so what are you hiding if you're if you're kind of like, you know, why wasn't able to get access to something like an electrical right, panel? Right. It seems yeah. important, you know. It is, it is, and it's a it's lot of the times it's not a big deal. But, yeah, uh, but some it gets buyers doubting and, and worried about stuff like that. Uh, it's also a good idea to take care of nuances, and what we mean by that for sellers as you prepare for your home inspection is to tell the inspector about, I don't know, just the, the weird little things about your home, because if there's something that's a little odd, every home's unique, you don't want them to accidentally go and break it and make something that was maybe a minor problem a whole lot worse because they didn't know not to press the red button or you know that kind of thing. I, you know, I can't, I'm trying to think of a specific instance where we run into this, and I really can't think of any. Um, first of all, remember that the sellers are not present at inspections. They definitely should not be. The buyer is the one who pays for the inspections in North Carolina. And so buyers have the opportunity to be present with the inspector and treat it like a showing, I always say. Sellers should not be present. Now, if there is anything, you know, just very unique about the home, definitely please share as a seller, share with your listing agent so it can be passed along to the inspector. But yeah, I'm trying to think of an example where we've even had that. 
just even little things, I guess. I know uh, we had one recently where a lockbox was put on the crawl space, and that happens a lot. And people just don't even think about it until it's time for the inspection to like, oh, no, like too late. We can't get into the crawl space, and then someone has to reschedule. So um, if there's any additional locks on the home, um, remember the inspector needs access to every area, whether it be the crawl space, the roof inside the home. You know, make sure that you're sharing either those keys or those codes so that an inspector can fully do their due diligence and walk around and up and above and below and do, you know, their job. The only thing, the thing I'm thinking of here is like uh, when we sold our last home, we had a really loose railing. And, okay. it, and it really just needed to be re, you know, it needed some new cement in the, what do you call it, in the post yeah, uh, yeah. To, to just kind of, you know, re-solidify it a little bit. It had just shaken loose after years of erosion. And so we just gave them a heads up on that so that they like didn't accidentally like lean on it and it like yeah. completely break off. And now we've got to rebuild the whole railing. So it's well, that, like, no, no, that's don't smart. shake right. this thing. You know, right. Kind of or thing. like, hey, we, we know that, you know, we have a rotted window. Like we already have it on back order, da, 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 like it's coming in. Right. Uh, yeah, so anything like you plan to do to the home or you already know is an, an issue that you're getting fixed. So bring that to the attention, of course, of your agent so they can pass that along to the inspector. That would be great. Angie, when I was looking up things for, you know, sellers should do for home inspections, I came across this one multiple times. And it seems so simple and silly, but maybe you've actually seen this be an important thing. Light bulbs. Um, it seems like a little simple, little tiny, you know, detail and thing to worry about. But is that a big deal? Make sure all the light bulbs are updated and uh, in working order for the inspector. Honestly, I would. I would for, first of all, for showings in the first place. All light bulbs should be on so it's bright. You know, it doesn't seem dark in the home. Um, but it's funny when a light bulb is out, the inspector has to put on their report so much more just extreme than what it is because they truly don't know what the issue is and they say you know you might want to look into getting a, a certified electrician out to take a look maybe there's a wiring issue like it, it's like going down a rabbit hole and it could easily just be the light bulb is blown and I mean so just make sure your light bulbs have been replaced they're all in working order so that just doesn't even pop up on the inspection report and people wonder well what if it's more yeah, what if it's more? You want to take as many what if it's something else ideas out of the equation. And that leads to the next point, which is, uh, is similar in the same vein as the light bulbs, but just kind of an all-encompassing beware the small stuff. All the little details, the more and more things you can address before the inspector gets there, the less it'll make that list feel enormous when then the, the buyer goes to review everything that's gone on with the home. Because uh, I can tell you from experience, sometimes that list gets really, really, really long, and you almost feel kind of like, oh, I'm buying this home that has this incredible amount of things wrong with it. So the more things that we can keep off of that list, the less overwhelming that'll be to your buyer. I 100% agree. You know, if, if you know that there are issues with your home, go ahead and fix them. Um, you know, now, I'm not one for loving a pre-inspection report. That's where the seller pays for a pre-inspection up front. The reason being is, you know, anything that's on that report, you really should be disclosing. Uh, and if I get wind of it, I have to legally disclose. And oftentimes I find that sellers start investing money into items that might not be important to the next homeowner. Yeah. Um, and buyers never trust sellers. So the buyer will come right behind you and get another inspection report. And the inspector is paid to find something. And they will. They'll find more stuff. Uh, but if, you know, like you mentioned, just beware the small stuff. If you know already, hey, we got some missing caulk in a bathtub or maybe mortar walking up the brick steps or, you know, having issues with the window is not opening. Go ahead and get those items fixed because, you know, one large item 
can be very comparable to 20 small items. And you do not want a buyer to become overwhelmed and just feel like you didn't maintain the home. I think that's the biggest thing and potentially scare them away. Yeah. Get mentally prepared. As a seller, getting that inspection can be a bit nerve-wracking. I remember when we sold our home, Angie, the first time going through that process, this is the place where you've lived, that you've worked on this home for years, and you get this inspection report, and it's like, I just remember thinking, wow, their inspector was good. He found everything that could possibly ever be wrong with the house. I'm like, this house is only 1,300 square feet. Like, how could you find this many things wrong with it, you know? Right, and right. It, it's a lot of the ticky-tack, little tiny stuff, things that you'd live there with for six years and never even thought twice of, perhaps, in, in many cases, you know? But you got to be a little bit mentally prepared for that. I, I, that's a bit of a nebulous piece of advice, but I think you just have to realize that every transaction kind of plays out that way. There's always going to be a big list yeah. of things and just realize it's not the end of the world. It, you're you're so right. Remember, I mean, again, inspectors are paid. That is their job to find things, okay? So they will dig deep until they make sure they at least have something on your report. And some reports are very, very lengthy. But, you know, what you need to fix for one buyer, more than likely you'll have to fix for the next buyer. But that's where we come into place as your real estate professional and we give you guidance on, you know what? This is being nitpicky or this is a material fact we need to get fixed because if this buyer backs out, we'll have to get it fixed for the next person. But, you know, the inspection process, I think, can always be just mentally draining for anyone, you know, and it can be upsetting because you've loved your home, you've cared for it, and all of these surprises pop up. But just take a breather. Remember, this is part of the process and we'll get through it. Yeah, it's a great point, Angie, and uh, got to be aware of that part of it. You don't want that to derail the negotiations. I, I found through our, you know, now three transactions, definitely the most stressful part of the entire process is the repairs and the negotiation mm -hmm. of the repairs and the seeing through of the repairs. That's definitely, I think, the hardest part. Yeah, um, yeah, for, I agree. On both, I think it's the hardest the part for most people. Buyer and seller side. Yeah, you know, having is. been on both sides it's of the like equation. It's like that big now. hump to get over. I feel like once you get over the hump of the inspections, it's like okay, we can breathe, right? Yeah. Uh, so you start I, I second agree. guessing everything too. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. So that's, uh, that's just one to be mentally prepared for that process, that's for sure. Uh, last but not least, final piece of advice for sellers who are preparing for the home inspection phase. We've had to do this through all of our transactions. Lean on your agent. Trust your yeah. agent to guide you through the process because you guys, unlike me, I've, I've been through it three times now. <laughs> right, right. You've been through it thousands of times. Yeah, yeah. We uh, Guys, we do this every day, okay? And we, we've seen a million of these same inspection reports. So for you, it might be, oh my gosh, this is the end of the world. You know, our response might be like, eh, that's actually very minimal. You know, I've seen many people freak out about the length of their inspection report and we just laugh. We're like, uh, you didn't just see the 50 page one we just went through, you know, and it still panned out and all worked out. So really trust your agent, you know, their guidance on these are must do's. These are, you know, not as important items, you know, because we deal with this every single day when it comes to negotiation of the inspection reports um, and that process. And so really just lean on your agent and trust them with giving you guidance on, you know, what what's must haves and, you know, hey, these people are being a little, you know, finicky and not as important. Yeah, it's a great point. So trust your agent in that part of the process. If you need any help when it comes to inspections, uh, we've actually put together a helpful inspection guide for you. That resource is available if you text the word SAVVY 
to the number 21000. Again, text the word SAVVY to the number 21000. This is a good home inspection guide, whether you're on the buy side or the sell side. Um, It's just a great resource to look over, kind of walks you through the steps of that inspection process, some of the common things to be thinking about. We've prepared all of that for you. All you have to do to see that home inspection guide is text the word SAVVY to the number 21000. Also, if you're thinking about selling your home, a great place to start I think that's what a lot of people are looking for. Like, okay, I'm ready to sell my home. How do I begin this whole thing? Where do I start? Uh, Where most people start is finding out the potential value of your home. Because once you know how much your home will sell for, you can often then go to the next steps of the process. You got to know what you you potentially are going to net to then obviously make your next moves. And Angie, you and your team have made that process of finding out the value of your home pretty easy. Yeah, most definitely. So um, if you are thinking about selling your home, most people, that's where they want to start is, hey, well, what can I potentially get from my home in today's market? And that's a great starting point. You know, to get that exact number, of course, we do need to schedule a listing presentation, walk through your home and see the condition, you know, of the home, if there's any upgrades you made and whatnot. But you can get a pretty good feel uh, just by using our app that we have. So if you are thinking about selling your home and you want to get an idea of what your home is worth in today's market, you can text the word SAVVY, that is S-A-V-V-Y, to the phone number 21000. Click that link. It's going to take you to a website and just make sure that you click the cute little box that says, you know, inquiring about the value of your home and make sure you put in your address. Of course, we need your actual location in order to gather those numbers for you. So again, if you are thinking about selling your home and you want to get an idea of what your home is worth in today's market, just text the word SAVVY, that is S-A-V-V-Y, to the phone number 21000. Again, you can find out the value of your home right now. If you were to sell it into today's market, what would that look like? Just text the word SAVVY, S-A-V-V-Y, to the number 21000. Again, text SAVVY to 21000. You've been listening to the Savvy Real Tour podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole. She's the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty here in the Triangle. And if you have questions for Angie, we invite you to go online to acolerealty.com. Listen to past podcast episodes on the website, read the blog and all the great information, including the option to find a home right there on the website. That's acolerealty.com. And you can also call Angie with your questions, 919 578 3128. Did you know that Angie Cole also has a radio show? Tune into the Savvy Realtor, Saturdays at noon on 106.1 FM WTKK.